Did you think of any questions? Do you want me to go first? <laughs> well, I got one. You got one. I'm, okay. I'm ready. I've never not went first. This is a first. <laughs> I'm so just you're, breaking all the barriers. We're breaking first all the barriers. First time live, first time not going first. Yep. I'm here for it all. Let's do it. All right. So what made you start a podcast? And not just mm. any podcast, a military podcast. Mm. No, that's an amazing question. Um, I think veterans have such a big scope of mental health struggles, like, you know, goal-oriented. Like, they're... It's everything like times 10, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like picking up your family and moving. So like leaving everything behind, leaving your parents and your siblings back home and all your friends, right. going to basic training, you know, having a wingman, um, just so many different things uh, magnified that I feel like this isn't just for veterans. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just talk to mostly veterans because I mean, that's all I know right now in mm -hmm. my life. but. At the same time, I know that each and every person I talk to is a magnified version of the topic that a civilian would seek. Mm -hmm. So like if you had a civilian out there who was, you know, looking into perseverance mm -hmm. and getting over obstacles and accomplishing goals, maybe they're in college, your episode and what you've went through is like a way harder version than like just going through school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you already went through school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you were fully qualified and still couldn't quite do it because of all the obstacles. Yes, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not normal. It's not. <laughs> Especially, you know, and I don't want to cut you off, but I can definitely agree because with me coming in at 25, I was able to, you know, be in, be in a career and then mm -hmm. come into the military and yeah. just see a difference in, you know... How much harder it is in the military especially the air force yes yes there's a it's a balancing act um but yeah why i started it's because i just love people's stories i love getting to know them i i never forgot the stories i heard when i was a new airman in maintenance i used to be age and being on the flight line and meeting people from all over the u.s and just like why they joined and i i just never heard stories from like all these people mm -hmm. that were like older than me and it was really cool and you know i never forgot that i never forgot those people i never forgot those stories those lessons i always took that to heart and then you know i always wondered how i could exercise that more mm -hmm. you know do that for other people because i went through like a, a whole lot to get here mm -hmm. wanted to quit a million times at different points in my life right health issues and mental health issues and physical health and just so i'm trying to basically get a message out there that I wish I had back then. Right. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So I hope that answers your question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. There's some points in there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I okay. Did, I, I like it. Appreciate that. Now I got one for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So who was the biggest mentor in your career thus far? In my actual career? Or just in general. Your biggest mentor? My biggest mentor and biggest fan is definitely my husband. Oh, that's awesome. Absolutely. Um, any question I, I need answered, a lot of times I'm like, hey, babe, what's this? You know, and yeah. he's just always answering. He's, I mean, even when it came to, comes to writing, he's just always making sure that I am not only getting to the goal, but he puts me in a position to where I can exceed as well. Wow. And it's personal, it's professional, it's just overall in life. Like, he's just, 
he's definitely my biggest mentor and my biggest supporter. Like, he believes in me more than I believe in myself most of the time. That's amazing. Yeah, even, it's been times where I wanted to give up and he, he's, I don't even know what's how to explain it, but he's pushed me to my highest, um, not my highest expectation, but my highest potential. Yeah. To potential that I didn't even knew that existed. You know, yeah. like I mean, it even started before coming to the military because when I got into the before I came into the military, I had to lose weight. You know. For real, that I, was like. I had to lose. That weight. was what was preventing you from joining. Well, it wasn't preventing, but it definitely was a hurdle. Yeah, I mean, I could see that if you if you waited till you're 25. Yeah. Like. Working like passing a PT test is not a thing on your radar, right? Especially, yes. you know what I mean. Yeah. Especially when you're in your career, you know. Right. So it's like you know you're just going to work and you know you're looking for um, just trying to help your patients and things like that. So that was actually one thing, and you know we juiced, we ran, and he literally pushed me. Yeah, it, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, he he's an awesome dude. Um, Thank you. I met him through trying to brief the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept bugging them and bugging them, and then they're like, "Hey, you know that Sergeant Price's husband, right?" And I was like, "What?" I was like, "They do the same last name." <laughs> Hypothetically, you know. But yeah, like I guess what threw me off about like our office in particular was like, you know, being just brand new and thrust into into a COVID environment. Like there wasn't a lot of opportunity to like barbecue and meet people. Right. No, I you know what absolutely I mean? agree. Absolutely agree. So like me arriving there at the midst of COVID, I didn't know y'all. Right. And there was really no good opportunity to sit down and just get to know each right. other. Right. There's no outings. There's no lunches. Mm-hmm. There's no going aways. There's no commanders. None of that. So it was like the most awkward time to PCS ever. <laughs> uh, but I did get to know your husband, and what I appreciated about him was I had to like. I had to get his trust. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can, yeah, absolutely. He wasn't one to just be like, oh, Josh is cool. He's nice. He's my friend. He, it wasn't that easy. Um, I had to, yeah, earn his trust. Absolutely. And I did that by going to his office and meeting him in person mm-hmm. because I wanted to talk about the FEA. Plus, I just wanted to put a face to the name. Mm-hmm. And then after I met him, we just hit it off. Yeah. Like, I think I stayed for like an hour just talking. <laughs> he can talk too. <laughs> Yo, he's, yeah. But one thing that stands out that I'll never forget is that the way he talked about you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when you say he's your biggest fan, I definitely got that impression that he really, truly believed in you. And I thought that was really, really special. Mm-hmm. Just seeing the way he lights up around you, even when I ran into you at that horse <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like, just so excited to just talk about you and... I mean, that's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm very happy for you and that Thank you guys you. You know, have each other like that. He's literally my best friend, seriously. And um, I miss him every day, if that makes sense. This is yeah. like the longest we've probably ever been. Well, the longest distance and the longest time so far. So this is our first mm-hmm. deployment. Um, but we're making it through it. I'm excited. And yeah. yeah. You Just hang in there. We're hanging. Hang in there. <laughs> Find ways to communicate. You know what I mean? There we go. Okay, so, yeah, it's back on you. You got you to gotta ask me one. What do you got? What is, what advice would you give to a new airman who just came into the military 
on how to get to where you are now. I don't know if they'd want to be where I'm at now. <laughs> I, honestly, I would say get past where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I want them to go in. So I went in with like too low of expectations, like of my skill set, of myself. Mm. Like I, I, I exuded confidence, but internally I was not confident. But how old were you? Nineteen. So at that age, but, though. But it hung around for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really did. Like I started partying a lot, mm-hmm. um, and drinking a lot, mm-hmm. and eventually the drinking Josh was the confident Josh. But the sober at work Josh started like dropping in confidence and yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I wasn't growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to get to where I'm at, I think most of them could easily get to where I'm at. I you, mean, I don't I think know. So. Like, I but don't know. <laughs> I would say invest in yourself. The, the earlier you invest in yourself, the earlier it clicks for you. Mm-hmm. The earlier you know what your strengths are and your weaknesses are, True. and the earlier you know where you want to go in life and what your purpose is, the earlier that that clicks, the farther you're going to get. I agree. Because like by the time, you know, I realized what I wanted, I'd been in like 11 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, imagine if I had that kind of drive on year two. Mm-hmm. Instead, I was just coasting. Do you think that mentorship would have helped? with that I think so um and I did have a few I had a few like looking back I had like key mentors at the Mm -hmm. times that I needed them that prevented me from quitting Mm -hmm. I would say I didn't have one consistently you know you got to remember I was on the flight line Mm -hmm. and the good old boys you know thing was a was a thing Mm -hmm. back then I don't know about now I haven't been maintenance since 2012 but um I am not a maintainer like I'm not some like (laughs) Like, I don't listen to Kenny Chesney and go hunting. So, like, <laughs> so right there, I don't get it along with nine out of ten maintainers. Right. I don't have a dip. I don't dip. Yeah. Um, but, no. It, That's a lot. <laughs> like, I was, uh, you know, I dress nice, and I like to talk, and I, and I like video games. And, like, I was kind of like a nerd. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was, I was looked at like a nerd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at my first base, I partied like crazy, and... They pretty much gave up on me and my buddy Ronnie. He's mm-hmm. like my best friend mm-hmm. in the Air Force to this day. And he's still amazing. in. He's a master sergeant. So am I. But they gave up on us. They told us that we wouldn't be anything. Wow. Yeah, that we were failures. They made us clean the bathroom. Like we were on bathroom duty with like full of cockroaches and like the most disgusting bathroom you've ever oh seen. Oh my gosh. They're like, we're going to make y'all clean that for the entire time you're stationed here. And, wow. and that was true. We actually did. Uh, but. But we run, you know, had run laps around those people now. Mm-hmm. They couldn't hang. They couldn't accomplish what they set out. They couldn't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Yet me and Ronnie, who got completely made fun of and given up on, had accomplished way more than they ever right. did. So, so yeah. That's I'd say, awesome. I'd say the, 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 short, the short answer of it all would just be, the, to me, looking back, I was missing purpose. That is what I was missing from goal setting, from believing in myself. It was purpose. I didn't have a purpose, and I, and I didn't invest the time to know what purpose I had in life. And mm-hmm. eventually you get to a point where if you don't know what your purpose is, you're going to be looking in the mirror like, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Right. You know, like, am I just going with the flow? That's mm-hmm. like the worst feeling to me. So Feeling stuck. Yeah, I would just say, like, invest in yourself and spend a lot of time 
finding your purpose. That, that would be the biggest advice I would have. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. I like it. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Next um, question. So I got, no, I got to think of one for you. Okay. okay. So I usually ask really easy ones, but since you're asking me like really deep ones, now I'm like. <laughs> no, go easy on me. <laughs> okay. Here's one that I typically ask because I think it's, uh, it's really entertaining. Okay. So if there was a movie about you and your life. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it was just like all about you and you could pick any actress you wanted to play the role of you. Who would you pick? So this is a good question. It's a bad question. Oh, snap. Okay. It's What's a up? good question because um, just a thought of a movie about me. But the bad part of this question is that I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm. But if I could pick someone, I would have to say it would be... Maybe Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. What has she played in? She's played in um, Black Panther. She's played in How Stella Got a Groove She played in the Teen, um, What's Love oh, Got to Do With she's It. much older than you. She is. But she doesn't age. Like, she doesn't. Like, no, she's, she's, like, beautiful. No, no, no. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Um, she's in American Horror Story, too. Maybe. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like a... I don't know if you've ever heard of the show... But it's basically like a horror show, putting people in nightmarish situations. It's really dramatic and it's really good. It's really well done. But she's in it. Is she? And she freaking kills See it. See what I'm saying? Everything. Oh my God. Like she is not just this one, one stop shop. You know, yeah. she, she's so broad in everything that she can do. You know, she's. Yeah. She, she doesn't age, like you said. And she does not age. I mean, she have you saw her arms? <laughs> like her arms are like nice. I'm like, Jesus. I mean, she has she has to be over sixty. She's just sure. built different. She is seriously. Yeah. And so, if there's gonna be one person who plays me, it's definitely gonna be her because I feel that she's going to um, meet the standards and be able to relive everything I've done, even at the age that she's at now. You know? Yeah. Even, That's amazing. If, even if I started like in high school playing basketball, I feel like Angela Bassett could play could play basketball. She could play right now. I feel like she could seriously, exactly. Like, like if I was herself. like one on one, me and you, <laughs> she would like dunk on me. I'm I'm almost certain. Yeah, me too. And you know what? I'm gonna let her do it. You know? Yeah, I'll like, let her do it. Yeah, I'll give her a hug. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the last bonus question okay. that I throw in there. I don't always throw it in, but I'm gonna throw it in for you. Okay. What is your proudest Air Force moment? And I know that's a corny question, but you just never know what someone's going to say to that. Um, I would have to say my proudest. Oh, my gosh. Your this proudest is- moment being an airman. It could be small. Can I give you an example real quick? Yes. One of mine, I never felt like a proud airman before, right? Mm-hmm. But on my flight to Japan, and this is just one of mine, and it's small, but I think it's also significant. On my flight to Japan, I was the only American on the flight. Mm-hmm. It was all Japanese passengers, right? And there was an old man, like Japanese people traditionally, you know, they, can, they live for a long time because they have a really they good do. diet, mm-hmm. right? So this man was 
clearly like in his 90s, mm -hmm. probably around 100, very, very old man. Uh -huh. And he was having trouble in the restroom. Like he couldn't, he like fell down or hurt himself Aww. or something. And they all looked to me to help him out. I don't, to this day, I don't know why. Wow. Because they couldn't speak English. Mm -hmm. so, or, or they chose not to. But they were all tapping me and telling me to go in there and help this man. And I was like, I felt like I was representing America or something. Right. You know, I was like, I got to help this dude. Where <laughs> is this dude? <laughs> and I helped this dude. I cleaned him up. You know, I got him back to his seat. And it was really small. And, uh -huh. and no one will ever remember that. I'm, I'm sure he will. And everybody on that plane will. I hope so. Exactly. That, I that American. <laughs> I remember it because I was like, that was the first time I felt like depended on. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I felt, I felt proud to like fulfill that and yeah. be there for that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that's just an example. Okay. There's also really obvious ones like, yeah. I, you know, I was a 12 outstanding airman of the year. So was my dad and he was there with me. What? You know, I was a tech sergeant. When he won, he was a tech sergeant. That's dope. It, it was like, it was a story I heard about him my whole life. Wow. You know, I always heard the story where that award like changed his whole career and he, you know, he, he still had the award and the pictures. Wow. And then to have him next to me at the dinner table, you know, with General Rage sitting next to yeah. us. And, you know, it, I, I got emotional, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it was like, this is a story I heard about my whole life. What's your dad's name? Bill White. Oh, okay. I've been saying, are you a junior? Are you like falling in every footstep? Pretty close. I'm not a, I'm not a junior though. Um, he gave me a very biblical name, Joshua David Joshua. White. Oh, yeah. nice. Yep. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Um, so those are two uh, stories, examples okay. that I don't think I've ever shared. And First time for everything. We're, we're breaking barriers. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, what is your proudest Air Force moment? Um, I would say that my proudest Air Force moment was when I graduated BMT. Really? Yeah. Basic training. Yeah. Well, think about how, like, well, I'm thinking about it. You had to lose weight to get there. Yeah. You were probably relied on heavily because you were 25. Mm-hmm. I but, mean. You know what? Surprisingly, I wasn't the oldest. Um, but there are, of course, a lot other younger um, individuals, ladies. Who I'd were, say most of them were younger. Yeah, right? a lot of them were, were a lot younger than I was. Um, and so just go, getting through basic. Um, of course, you know, when you, when you go through basic, they're trying to, of course, you know, mentally be, beat you up. Phys mm -hmm. Not physically, like, pow, pow, but, like, you know, like, pushing you to be physically fit. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to do that, because I was, you know, just a couple months ago, I'm about 200 pounds, you know, and just being able to um, go to that, get through that. Mm. Um, I ended up graduating like the top top 10%. Mm -hmm. So just to even just accomplish those small things. And that was a very proud moment for me. And especially like joining because my dad, he's, was, he was in the military as well. And so he was in the okay. army though. Um, but just being able to follow in his footsteps. Yeah. That, that made me really proud. Like, wow. I think that is a good question. You joined it. at 25. Mm-hmm. Why at 25? And were you married then? No. Nope, I was not married. Um, we got married... Uh, <laughs> we got married right after um, basic, though. 
but we knew okay. each other before that. <laughs> you knew each other before. Yeah. That. Okay. Was like, was he cheering you on to like get? Well, he was already in. Yeah, he was already in. He would have been. Yeah, he would have already been in. Oh yeah, yeah, he was already in. Um, he was actually stationed in Arkansas. I'm from Arkansas, of course. So that's how we ended up meeting at the Waffle House. So shout out to the Waffle House right I here. I love Waffle House. I love Waffle House. Oh I'll take God. Waffle House over IHOP any day. Me too. I'm right there. <laughs> Give with me an all star. Yeah, I I just get I just go for the waffles. The waffles. Yeah. That's the only time I pig out on carbs like that. Because oh, I know I'm going to be paying for it. Oh, yeah. Know, but it's worth it sometimes. But it's made with so much love. It is. You know? Yeah. So, I love Waffle House. So. I do, too. It's got soul in there. It does. Yeah. It's for real. And be, it's all get, smoky in there, too, from all those hash browns burning. <laughs> all the onions and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. The scramble, scramble eggs with cheese. Yeah. I like it all. So, what moment in BASIC was it when you were, you know, released to your family? Like, what, what point were you like? I did it. Like, I killed it. I did it. I accomplished this goal. I can't believe I'm here right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, was it during training? Or, no, or was, was it during graduation? Yeah, it was definitely not during training because I remember the first time I talked to my parents, I'm like, why did I do this? I'm like, you know, I'm crying. Like, why, why did I do this? I mean, I'm 25, you know, but I think <laughs> at the point I realized it was at um, when we graduated. Mm. And the run, you know, you do the run. That run the is like, run. Mm. yeah. And that so, run hits different. You know, you're running, but you're still looking. And then all of a sudden, I see my family. They're like, ah, and I'm like, you know, trying not to. And try. the chants. Oh yes, absolutely. Those, those are powerful. They are. Yeah, they just shake the whole room. You mm-hmm. know, and when you first did the chant, you guys were like so terrible at it. And then at the end, you're like, it just it comes all together. You say it with your chest. Exactly. You know? And, and then that that run where you're wearing were you guys wearing like a squadron shirt or flight shirt or something? Um, Did you have that? In, I, I think it was just PT. It was just PT gear. I believe. So when I went through, we got to wear like our our BMT shirt. You know what? Maybe we did. I know we had a flight shirt, and then of course we had mm-hmm. um, the squadron shirt too. So I'm pretty sure you get to wear one of those. Maybe for that so. Run. If you remember that, you could see each flight. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe like, so. And it kind of looks like a, like a. I don't know, like warriors or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like each, like, like tribes. Uh-huh. You know, that that's what I loved about it. Yeah. But I know exactly what you're talking about. I never thought I'd make it out of there. Yeah. Like, I remember just being so, like, angry at myself for joining that. You know. Yeah. I'm like, what? what that was... I'd be standing in Chow Hall and... <laughs> At the time, there was murals of people graduating, and uh-huh. I wanted to punch every one of them in the face. <laughs> I hated those people oh because I was goodness. so mad that I wasn't graduating. Right. Yeah, no, I get it for real. You know, but then once you get to where they're at, you're like, you're like the, the seniors, and you know, yeah. you're trying to like help them over here, help the freshmen, but like, you know. It definitely builds resiliency. Oh, absolutely. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, I've been to, to, on humanitarians and like really like poor living conditions. Mm hmm. And, like, after going through basic, which is basically you're treated like crap, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's not fun at all. Not at all. You could basically live anywhere. I believe so, too. You know what I mean? Like, you could camp outside. You could you could get deployed or sent anywhere. And you could, knowing that it's going to end, you could get through it. Yeah. It gives you that confidence yeah. that you could just bed down anywhere and make it work. Yeah. But you know what, though? Okay. So, I have a confession, though. Okay. I was in Disneyland. Say what now? I was in Disneyland. So, there's, like... There's Alcatraz. I think they call it Alcatraz or something. I still to this day don't know what any of that crap means. You don't want to know. So, what what was your flight called? Like I was three two three. I was a Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Okay, I was yeah. in a band flight. Oh nice. You played band? We well, not played band. You played an instrument? It was an overflow. Oh. So I was a, I was the flight that did not play an instrument, but we were in the band flight. Nice, right? 
my buddy Ronnie was a guitar player. This is where I met my best friend Ronnie. We went to age tech school together for six months. Then we went to Guam together where he was my roommate. And then I was in a band with him. What? Shout out to Faded Memories. <laughs> Shout out to Ronnie. <laughs> dude, Ronnie's a man, dude. He's, you got to meet this guy. I, need to, I, I really need to meet him. He you sounds do. awesome, seriously. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll, let you know. I'll, send, you, I'll send you his uh, contact info. Please. Um, okay, but I want to hear about you, who you are. A little bit about your past, like where you grew up. Okay. We already talked about why you joined, so just your base experience, which is just Eglin, correct? Yep. So just a little recap on like your upbringing and your experience so far in the military. All right. So, of course, my name is DeAndra Price. I am from a little small town in Arkansas. Literally, people in Arkansas never even heard of this town. Oh, my God. Yeah. We don't even have like, I mean, I love my town, obviously. Right. I love where I'm from. Um, it's very peaceful there. But, you know, we don't have, like, any stoplights. We don't have, like, a, a store. I don't know if they have a store now. I don't really? think they have a store. No, it's, it's super small. But it's it's home. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, it's it, I'm, I was in Missouri for a while, and my buddy lived in Arkansas, and so we did spend some time there. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminded me of Missouri. I yeah. I mean, it was not that different. Yeah. Like, a lot of farmland, mm-hmm. a lot of small towns, right? Ride four wheelers. Yeah. Um, they ride horses down there. I love a country living. You know, like even though um, I'm not there no more, but I love to go home and just that's like my time to relax. It's very decompress. calming. It's very calm. It's peace. Yeah, everything you know? moves slower. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not fast paced. Yeah. I love that. Um, I never thought I would, but I do enjoy that. Type I think of people need it though. Yeah. To just slow down and just kind of get their thoughts together. And also just to relax and just decompress. Definitely. I enjoy it. So, yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, went to high school, this, um, this town called Malvern, Arkansas. I graduated from there. Went to college, of course. But I have a brother and a sister. They're both older. What is that noise? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I was trying to annoy it. I don't know what that was. I thought someone was choking. That wasn't a... No. <laughs> is that a demon? Okay. They're still over at the normal, so I'm, I'm guessing things Maybe it's okay. louder to us. Probably so. Yeah, it sounds like... Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I think this place is haunted. I'm pretty sure that was a demon. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. No, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, uh, my parents, they've been married, what, 41 years. My brother... He's t- I got a brother who's 10 years older than me, a sister who's 5 years older than me. We're all 5 years apart. So, um, I went to college, of course. When I first got out of high school, I went to nursing school. And then I actually got my bachelor's when I was in the military. you just been killing it from day one. Uh, it's all subjective. <laughs> my husband, he always tells me that I downplay everything. And I don't think it's downplaying. I think it's just... Um, just being humble and just being thankful of the opportunities and just the, even the things that I've accomplished. It's just mm. hard for me to be like, to even just celebrate myself sometimes, you know? But I I'm mean, tra- that's why we're here right now. <laughs> this is a celebration of you. It, I mean, really. Kind of, yeah, it really is. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I, I, um, I, where was I at? I, you said your grandfather was in the army? My dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah, okay. my dad. Yep. So your dad was in the army. 
How was he about you joining the Air Force? So, you know, so when I first got to high school, I was like, oh, I might go to the Air Force. And, you know, like me, I'm the baby. My parents, they didn't really talk me out of it. Um, but I don't, with the way things were, they, you know, they probably didn't want me to go. You know, so I went to college and everything. And then that's when I later decided to join. And so they supported it. Um, they definitely support it now. They see everything I'm accomplishing. And for my dad, I know he's really proud and um, just the steps that I'm following. And then even with my mother, she's she's super proud. And even today, she's just talking about, you know, just speaking into existence of where I'm going to be in the near future, you know. Wow. And so my parents are awesome, if I'm being honest. Oh, that's fantastic. They really are. And they... Um, they've always supported anything I wanted to do. And that's what I really appreciate about them. And they've always had my back. And just, and I think that I know that has helped to build who I am today. Like, wow. absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, the, the parents are huge with like, there's so many different approaches you could take. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, if they have your back, encourage you and support you, that that's like, yeah, you know, Obviously, it helped you. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it helped me. My dad was in, and same thing. He encouraged me the whole time. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're just great mentors, especially when your when your dad's been in the army. I'm sure you bounce stuff off him, and yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and awesome. Then, you know, it's so crazy because I thought like, okay, well, once I li uh, leave my parents' house, people are not like you know the expectations are gonna go like because their expectations are high, you know, and mm. I'm thinking like, okay, well, I'm gone from them. Then here comes my husband. He just said those expectations too, and I'm like, you know what? Y'all need to go somewhere. You know, <laughs> like, are y'all on the same team? Did you you didn't know him before I knew him, and you talked to him or something? You it's know? like they hired him. Exactly, like, I hey. think they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they definitely paid for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So you got a you had a cool first base. You got to go to Florida. I know. Did that people dream of that? Yeah, I, I mean, I've had it on my dream sheet, you know, and it took me 16 years. What? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had it on there. I've tried multiple times. Oh, my gosh. Just because, like, I don't know, it just sounded cool. It sounded fun. Right, it sounded hot, but then it yeah. gets cold here. It does, <laughs> it surprisingly. Does, yeah. But it doesn't get blizzard cold like Missouri, my God. Oh, yeah, because you guys get actual snow down yes, here. Yes, yeah. it's brutal. Yeah. Um, so this is your first and only assignment. It is. And how long have you been stationed here? I've been here over four years. Um, just in April, I hit four years. Wow, four years. Yeah. You, so you got your degree while you were here. I did my bachelor's. Yep, I had just. That's when had, you finished it out. Yes. Okay. And so at that point, like, were you weighing your options? Like, should I get out? Should I go for this program? Absolutely. Well, um, so with the DECP, I can kind of just go into that and everything. Yeah, let's, let's just go yeah, right into so that. What the, is the DECP? So the DECP is the Direct Enlisted Commissioning Program. So basically, this is for people who are in the Air Force who already have their bachelor's and have passed their NCLEX, their state boards, basically. Gotcha. And so, um, so in 20... Like, so I finished the program. I finished my RN in 2016. I, I joined in 2017, of course. And then, so I've heard about this program. You know, I came to the military, I heard about this program. And so in 2019, I decided that I wanted to try to apply for this program for the following year, that following January. And so knowing I'm pregnant, I'm, I'm like, six, like five or six months pregnant. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start this program. And literally, this is an 18-month program that I did an accelerated 
um, I did the acceleration part, the accelerated uh, option. So basically I did the 18 months and 12 months gotcha. with the new baby. Cause I had my baby in March, oh <laughs> you know, gosh. and um, we had bought a house. So we moved and it, I don't know how I did it if I'm being honest. And so that year, that following January, after I graduated in December, I was gonna apply to the program and unfortunately they said they weren't gonna have a program. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like just hurt, you know. They weren't gonna have it that They weren't year? gonna have a board. They weren't gonna have a board. Did, like, did they say why? No, um, well actually they probably did. I just don't want, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't actually recall the exact reasoning, huh. but I'm sure it was probably like, um, just like funds maybe. I don't, mm. I'm not 100%, I can't remember 100%. And so I would never forget my, my husband because he'd be on it. Like I said, he'd be on it. And so he's like, he texted me. He was like, did you know that they had a board? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, DECP. I'm like, no, they didn't. I, I like, I'm subscribed to the notifications on the, um, my purse and everything. And then they had, I found out, I think it was 13 days later after results came out that they had a board. And I'm like, I mean, that was probably. So that means them. like you didn't even get a chance that time. No. Oh my God! I was like hurt. Probably one of the lowest times in my military career, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this could not be happening. Wow, I can't imagine going through all that work. Yeah, trying and to then, talk to people, trying to see who I can talk to, and you know what other ways, like because I didn't know. I'm up here asking my leadership, like, hey, did you guys know this? Because I mean, I'm subscribed to this, and they're all like, no, like we didn't know either. And I'm like, wow. And that was that was a, a really big disappointment for me because, I mean, I felt like I failed, but I felt like I wasn't even given the opportunity, you know. Um, right. But the so next, at that moment, were you? What was your decision? Was your decision to press forward and try again? Was your decision to get out after you know your enlistment? Yeah. So honestly, um, I was I was stuck. You know, because even at that time, because you just have to do half your enlistment and then you can, you know, have the option to palace chase. But then also just having my baby, you know, like, you know, once you have a baby, you have like so long to decide if you want to stay in. You know, it's, the, it's an option for mothers, of course, you know, mm. and so, you know, I, I looked at every option. But then I looked at also, OK, well, what 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 am I going to make on the outside versus the inside, you know, and also what can the, like what is the military gonna you know what are they offering me you know and so I, I looked at the pros and cons wrote out everything and I decided to stay in and try again you know because I really wanted this this is this is since I came in this was the goal to become a nurse right you know because I'm already a nurse so I wanted to work as a nurse in the military because I want to help people you want the best of both yeah exactly and my goal is to help people who are in the military you know whether they're in war zones or whether they're in the hospital I want to be there to help them like the people who serve this country I want to be able to serve them wow yeah that's incredible yeah and so um fast forward stayed in I actually tried last year and unfortunately I didn't get it you know and so that so you made the board that time Last right. Year. Yeah, the second time. So, what what do you think was worse, missing the board and being told you didn't get it, or meeting the board, and then telling Ooh, you they're both terrible. They're both terrible. <laughs> I think the, I, I think missing the board because at that time I wasn't even given the opportunity. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna say I wasn't given the opportunity, but the opportunity wasn't there for me. Right. If that okay. makes sense, and so I think 
if I it, so with me being able to get the board and being told no, I'm able to adjust my package. You know, I'm able mm-hmm. to know what I messed up on to what where I can um, do better at. If that makes sense. Right, like you have some feedback potentially. Feedback, exactly. Like you can kind of examine like what you did exactly. and kind of tweak it going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after that second attempt that did not work out, where were you like mentally when you didn't see yourself selected? So at that time, I was like, okay, well, I can just get out and go make more money because at that time, you know, it's COVID. People are paying crazy money and things like that. But I also knew that, one, I mean, I have a family. I have a baby that I can't just be a travel nurse like that, especially with my husband's job. And so I decided to extend because, once again, I'm like, you know what? Overall, I do want to be a nurse in the military, you know? <laughs> so, like, the spark came back. It did, yeah. How long did that take? Um, it was definitely less than a month. I mean, I went back and forth on my decision to extend or get out. Um, it was definitely less than a month. And, you know, just having my family to support me, my husband, and just being able to see. Because, I mean, I talked to my husband. I talked to my family. I talked to my brother-in-law. He's also in the Army. Um, and just understanding that just because a man says no, you know, the first and second time doesn't mean that that's a, it's a no for God. You know, it's, mm. maybe I'm not ready for it. And if I'm being honest, I'm glad that, I mean, obviously... I'm not glad that, like, of course, like, you know, of course, it's more money and things like that. But since being enlisted, I've been able to meet awesome people. Right. I've been able to make, I have friends who I will forever have, you know. So, and also just the experience of just basically, I, I, I say this all the time, just starting from the bottom and now I'm here, you know. I love that phrase. You know. I live by that. Yeah, exactly. And so... Obviously, I would have wanted to come in a different way, but I don't regret it. Like, right. I'm, I'm grateful for my enlisted time. I'm grateful for the people I've met, the buns I've created. Even, I mean, I never would have met you. That's true. You know? Yeah. And recently, I became a part of the first sorority, Africa Sorority Incorporated. And if I was somewhere else, I wouldn't be able to join the chapter here, you know? And yeah. so, just being able to make those bonds, build sisterhood, you know, just build relations with everyone around me. I'm just grateful for that. So like what, and I think I told you before, but what surprised me about you and like, cause we didn't know each other for a while. Like right. even though we were working together again during COVID, there yeah. wasn't a lot of, you know, yeah, chance, in the other building people too. would say like, oh, you know, she's a, she's a nurse or whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the, what? And it surprised me because like, you just seem so humble. And I think that that was a, a huge part of people cheering for you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like when people are trying to like leave a career field, I'm going to be honest, it's not typically well received. Mm-hmm. Even if it's best for you and it's this huge goal, someone trying to leave is usually not well received. Right. right? But for you, it was the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I, I was like really happy to see, like everyone encouraging you, everyone yeah. cheering you on. And you got progressively better as mm-hmm. time went on, right? Like, you went to the Honor Guard, crushed it there. <laughs> which, super proud of you for that. Thank you. Um, you were an annual award winner. Mm-hmm. So, like, you did all the... You just kept getting better. It was like a snowball. <laughs> just getting bigger and better 
as time goes on. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Most people can't do that. Mm-hmm. Most people get a setback and they're, they're, they struggle with maintaining, yet alone getting better. Right. You know what I mean? So I was hoping you could just give me some, some insight as to how you not only maintained but got progressively better as time went on, even in the face of failure. Um, I would definitely say that you, um, there was a time in my life where I just saw like, okay, I'm like narrow minded, you know, I'm like, all right, this is my goal. I'm going to get to it. But excuse me, what I've learned is to look more at the bigger picture, you know, just to see the bigger picture of what you're trying to get, um, where you're trying to get and how you're going to get there. You know, it's not knowing how to get there. It's knowing your why and why you want to get there and what are you going to do? How are you going to make a difference? You know, once you do get there, um, and just also, just you you need you need that support system as well. You know, you you got to have someone who's going to pull you up when you're down. Because if I didn't have that, I'd probably still be down to this day. But just having people that support you, who uplift you, who pray for you, who pray for your success, and who want the success as much as you do then that helps to you know it helped me to keep going yeah if that makes sense you know because like without my husband like for sure him being there to you know pick me up even when i didn't even want to be picked up there were times i'm like you know what no i'm just i I just want to give up you know but with him he was able to just you know i mean there were times i feel like he probably carried me you know yeah and my family, like I said, they're very supportive, and even, you know, my leadership, they're very supportive as well. And also just having, you know, good family. I say family is just friends who become family, you right. know, and just encouraging you and motivating you, and mm-hmm. you know, and it also goes to good supervisors, good supervisors too, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, like Sergeant Jackson, Sergeant Allen, they push me to a point to where. I can't go, you know, I can't be down, you know, I can't right. fail. And it's the same way with my husband as well. And also my biggest, my biggest joy is also my baby. Just being able to, I want to be that person to him to where he's like, oh, well, my mommy did this. My mommy did that. I right. want to do better. So that's the goal. You know, you want, right. we want our kids to surpass what, you know, where we are. And so I need him to like become a doctor or something, you know. <laughs> I need him to like retire his mom real early. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, he's got to buy you a house. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think your your optimism was like contagious. I'm, Thank I'm, you. Yeah. Like, I mean, your smile, your optimism, you. your energy that you bring, like, it, it's really easy to like get down on yourself. Like in the office, you've even seen people get stagnant mm-hmm. or get bombarded with COVID work or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. But you always seem to like keep the momentum and the energy going. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I'm serious. That's like that's that's a huge reason why I think people are drawn to you. So keep doing that. Thank you. Know, you know, keep being that person. Um, and you know, for me, my impression of you, I know you were, like were winning awards when I first met you. You were coined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a that's a pretty good first impression. You know thank what I'm saying? You. And then uh, you were annual award winner, and then. I just kept hearing all these great things about you that you were this nurse and all these things. <laughs> but then what surprised me the most was like when you were working with me in the food section and we were short staffed, you were like running around like <laughs> like it wasn't 
even though you had all these accomplishments and you could be this officer potentially, you know, it didn't get to your head. Mm -hmm. Like you were still like, you were a senior airman at the time. And, and I would never, ever have known that you did all those things. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you were so humble about it that, like, I was like, is that, is that her? <laughs> is that her? Is that the person that's kicking ass? Cause she, you know, because you were so humble about it. Thank and you. And you were just working your tail off, you know, doing all the food inspections. It's all hot outside. You're sweating. <laughs> GOV's not working. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst. <laughs> Mosquito trapping. <laughs> do you remember that time? <laughs> Look at that picture. Wait. Yeah. You, like, you went and helped us out that one time. Yeah, like I went down into the oh creek. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That was, the, that was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> no, but I appreciate that, you know, just like even you just coming. Because a senior airman who had seen, you know, the good and the bad being older, I appreciate, you know, a senior NCO just coming and being there being you know being willing to help being willing to do this because you know as a senior nco there are certain things that i'm not gonna say you're not required to do but you know it's more like not airman duty but i don't want to say that but you, you know what i'm saying but like just you've been able to like just you know get get dirty go down to the you know get this water do this experiment with me because of mm -hmm. course that was fresh water yeah you <laughs> know catching yeah. zero mosquitoes i remember that <laughs> Yes. So I, I yeah. appreciate just you showing me that view because it right. does, you know, like for me, it definitely helped. And also, I'm sure that for other people around, they really appreciate it and it helped them too to see that, you know, the senior NCO doesn't mind yeah. getting, you know, getting dirty. I appreciate that. No, seriously. Yeah. I didn't think I'd ever make it to this point. So I think I still don't really quite see myself like that. Like I just... I just care mm -hmm. and I just want to do a good job and make things better. Absolutely. You know, so like I never had the ego of a senior NCO because I never thought I'd be one. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that makes sense or mm -hmm. not, but like even after sewing on, I'm still not like, I'm, yeah. a, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm still me. That's good. You know and what I, I mean? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I mean, obviously I don't know you from when you were, you know, Tech uh, Sergeant Malo, but even as a, mas a Master Sergeant, I appreciate just your humbleness and your willingness, yeah. your willingness to help others, to pour into others. You poured into me, you know, especially with my package and just mm -hmm. give me that feedback that I needed to get me to where I am now. You know, anytime that I think of where I'm about to be, like, of course, you come up. Oh, you know, wow. so. But I don't, you know what, I, I'm so glad that I was there. I feel like God just put us together so I could give that extra little nudge oh absolutely but 99.99 percent was you <laughs> no, working your tail that. off for years yeah i just don't want you to forget that Thank you know you. what i'm saying <laughs> i was a point one percent at the end <laughs> but you were the 99.99 percent for the whole time you got me there to that hundred that hundred though seriously hey. and i'm forever grateful for that and i would tell anybody about you any day seriously <laughs> you know risk taking is a superpower it is it is like when you know when to like you were worth the, it was worth the risk because i knew you were so valuable to keep in the air force thank you i don't care if they yell at me for mm -hmm. you know jumping the entire chain of command <laughs> the entire chain oh my god i skipped the squadron i skipped the group everybody i skipped the wing <laughs> i skipped the numbered air force <laughs> everybody but i was willing to take that hit because i knew what was on the line and I weighed it. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah. It was. And I'm grateful for that because, you know, 
when I think about why I stayed in, like, of course, you know, there's all these other reasons, but I had to include you two, you know, just somebody, which I'm not saying people didn't believe in me because that's definitely not what I'm saying, but just having you to believe in me and to go that extra mile, that's just something that people can, they can talk about, but actually doing it, you know, putting, Mm -hmm. like, People can, you know, they can talk the talk, but can they walk the walk? And you actually, you have walked the walk, and I'm just grateful. <laughs> no, that was that was one of the, you know, if, if that's probably my proudest senior NCO moment, if I'm mm. being honest with you, because like everything that I went through and to get to this point, to be able to to help you in that capacity, mm-hmm. I really, that brought me a lot of joy too. You know, thank you. It really did. It felt like it was part of my purpose and my plan to to kind of pour into you and make sure you were still here kicking yeah. ass you know what I mean so it, and, that was really special and honestly at that time I was like you know I was I was um when we talked for the first time and you know you asked you know what do you need to do at that time I was in a I was down mm-hmm. if that makes sense and at the time I was tired of like talking to people about like okay well what happened you know and it's like oh it's just the same thing you know just having to explain to people over and over like you know what happened i didn't get it and so yeah um at that time like i didn't mind talking about it but um, i was just i was down mm. but even just your energy and your aura just you know it just made me just open up and just tell you you know everything right. you know <laughs> that's yep yeah it's like i was a podcaster or something right <laughs> all right maybe <laughs> so you know like i say so even your energy, um, I'm just thankful for that too. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. Seriously, I think we were just meant to be friends. Absolutely. So we got my man mopping here. <laughs> the light, the lights are coming off. So before we cut out, um, because I think they closed ten minutes ago, but that's okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> before we cut out of here, let's talk about what recently happened. What was the good news you heard, and what's to come in the future? All right. So recently got accepted to DCP. You got accepted. I got accepted. You I got did it. I got accepted, you guys. And so I recently. She did it, y'all. We did it. It's she no. Did. We, me and my team, me and my support system, we all did it. And it was a family. It, absolutely. There was a lot of positive energy behind you. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? That was a ton. Oh absolutely. my god. It was a beautiful thing to see. It really was. It was awesome. And then to see you get it, it was like. I knew, I knew, I felt it. Like, I felt like the good news was coming. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know when you can just, t- you can just feel it, that something good is about to happen? You know what else happened, though? Hmm. Your mama prayers. Yeah. And on that church you, list. Thank, thank you, Miss White, seriously, for putting me on the prayers list. <laughs> yes, my mom, my mom, Barb, put her on the prayer list in South Carolina, and she really did do it. She sent me a message and said, hey, we, you know, she's on the prayer list, like the church, the community's, <laughs> The community's praying for her. Thank you. So we're just trying community. to get we're trying to get any positive vibe we possibly could. We were could. really yeah. seriously. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I got accepted and here soon in October I'll be heading to OTS and um, wow. at Maxwell Air Force Base in Alabama. It's a it's an eight or nine week program and then after that I go to NTP and then I'll be heading to my first base. Well actually I head to my first base but before that. Um, before OTS because I'm doing a DDA and that's actually the exact opposite of a regular commissioning person but um, yeah so that's what I'm going to be doing and Travis is my first base so I'm excited about wow. that. Yeah that's amazing. Yeah. So I guess I, this is kind of an obvious question I should have asked when you found out how did that go down and how did you feel? When I found out listen 
I was asleep. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. So my husband, he was getting ready to deploy. And it's so crazy how God works because he was supposed to, So I found out that towards the, um, the end of the month, the end of April. And he was supposed to deploy the beginning of April. Mm. But, you know, there were setbacks and things like that. So he didn't leave until the day after I found out. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So crazy. So, so it's like he was there to celebrate with you. Basically. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm asleep. And so I'm on leave. I'm trying to spend time with him. So I'm sleeping. Like, people are calling me. They're, and they're like, congratulations. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling out of bed. And um, our chief nurse at Eglin, he was there to uh, also say his congrats, too. I'm like, I'm still asleep. I'm like, yeah, but also I'm like screaming. Well, once I realize what they're um, talking about, I'm like screaming. I put the phone down. And I get away the phone. That's when um, Chief Jones, he's on there. And he's like, congratulations, you know. And all the um, other things he said, and I'm like, is this is this Colonel Jones? He was like, yes, ma'am. I'm like, oh my gosh. I, that's the only thing. That's the when I'm surprised, I always say, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. This <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I, I did hear that a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's my oh my gosh, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. So after that, I'm up, you know. Right. <laughs> and so my husband, he comes home, and I'm like sitting on the on the stairs. I'm like, oh, guess what? He's like. And thing is, I couldn't even I couldn't even um, play him because I'm like, the results came out. He was like, you made it. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I made it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he believed in me. He he, it's like he knew too, you know. And yeah. even with him, so last year, this is like one of the last things I'll, I'll say. But even last year, I could see a bit difference, um, just in the package, you know, even with the questions. Because last year, I tried to answer more like the Air Force. What they, I thought, I answered what I want the Air Force, the Air Force he answer, gotcha. what I thought they wanted to answer. But mm. thank God for my husband. He's like, no, you need to like tell me your story. You need to tell me this. You need to. Like, when I say I rewrote, I never wrote probably so much <laughs> in my life, but like I rewrote. He had me rewriting the. It was five questions. I think it ended up being like two or three pages. Wow. Not double space. <laughs> so you were just like, I'm putting it all out there. All out there. Yeah. And that transparency worked. Oh, absolutely. And for anybody who's, you know, in the future looking for that, I tell them that, you know, just because that's what they know. Those questions, there's like five questions, I believe. But those questions is what's going to help set you apart because other than that, they don't know you. You know, they see your package, but let them know. Like, let them know how you kept trying. Let them know how you were resilient. Let them see your perseverance of of what you're willing to do to get to where you want to be. Because a lot of times, you know, in the Air Force, I, I should say, from what I've heard, you don't always get it the first time, you know, right. on, on certain things. You know, of course, a lot of things you do, but there are some things you don't mm. get the first time. So, you know, just always use your story to tell people and to hopefully make a difference. That's awesome. That's beautiful. So as we come to a close here. Okay. Is there anything that you haven't shared that you wanted to make sure you said? I would say to anybody who is wanting to give up to just always weigh out your pros and cons. That's what I've learned is to literally write down my pros, write down my cons, you know. You actually wrote them out? Yeah. Like after, at what point would you write those out? Like in what stage of the process? Um, Is this after you found out you didn't make it? Is it when you... Are trying to figure out where you want to go in life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I use it with life things too. You know. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, but if you're stuck between, if you have a dilemma, 
just mm. always okay you know don't just be like don't and, you know sometimes don't go asking other people too sometimes you have to make that decision for yourself for your family you know and it's not because other people are not going to be able to live the decision it's going to be you that's living it and so my advice is to always weigh out your pros and cons and rather you you know persevere on the outside of the military or the inside of the military just make sure that you give it your all give it your best and always just show compassion to people be kind to people um because especially in the world that we live in you just never know who you're going to come back across you know yeah that's true yeah that's true and okay final question okay you got an airman out there who just found out he or she did not make the list Mm -hmm. they they just want to they just want to quit they're like you know what I, I have my degree. I did everything right. Mm-hmm. I checked every box. And, and they want to give up. What would you tell that person to encourage them that they should not give up? I would definitely just let them know, like, you know, don't look at the small picture. Don't look at the now. Think about your bigger picture and what you can do and how you can change and just the perspective that people have on the nose. You know, you can be that change with your... You know, just because they tell you no one time or two time or three time doesn't mean that it's going to be no every time. So just, you know, use your time to pout, punch, be mad, whatever you're going to do. But just make sure that you are willing and ready to get back up to continue to fight, continue to not fight like, you know, fight, but to continue to go to the get to that next level of where you need to be to get to where you want to go, you know, because. Um, a lot of times when people tell us no, it really does help to build character. And, you know, and your no's could be a testimony for somebody else to hear in the future to where, where you know, they're not making, I'm not going to say the same mistake, but they're not getting that same no, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, you know, don't give up. Be optimistic and definitely just, you know, just show that perseverance and just show that you are a badass, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Show up for yourself. Exactly. Yeah, that's what my shirt says. Not this one. Oh. <laughs> I switched it right before I came here because okay. it was too tight because gotcha. I'm getting too swole. Oh, okay. Yeah. Games. Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, Price, this is what I want to tell you. I want to tell you that you have blown me away since day one. Thank you. Yeah, you're... The way you carry yourself, how humble you are, your optimism, your energy, even when people are bummed out or upset or stagnant, you seem to always like light up the room. Thank you. You know, when you come in. Thank you. The relationship you have with your husband, the way you love your child, the relationship with your parents. I mean, there's so much about you that's incredible. Seeing you with your friends, like when we were at the uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Del Holmes promotion ceremony. (laughs) Like, you're even picked for that. Like, you're just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then seeing seeing how you interact with her, uh, who's also an incredible person. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Just your, your whole circle of friends. And it's just like, wow. Like, I think you're just such a, a great example of being happy and successful. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you could have one without the other. I agree. Um, but you seem to have both. And Thank so I, I'm just so glad that I met you. Like Even if, and, and I'm so impressed by you and I'm so happy that I could provide that 0.1% to keep you because you're a freaking rock star. Thank you. You're what we need. We need more sergeant, soon to be lieutenant. Is it lieutenant, <laughs> lieutenant? or captain? No, just lieutenant. Lieutenant, okay. I don't know. Sometimes they jump to that. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But yeah, you're going to be Lieutenant Price. I'm excited. I'm just excited to share my story with others. You know, like rather have, you know, rather people 
whether it's a young airman or somebody I can I'm just ready to be just to let them know you know in a humble way like I was once where you were you yeah. know and you can get what you want you just have to put in the work you know yeah and not take no for an answer not take no for an answer yeah because <laughs> you didn't you definitely did not take no for an answer <laughs> like you would just come back stronger thank you yeah which was like so inspiring to see thank you um so yeah everybody hey this is sergeant deandra price soon to be <laughs> lieutenant price we're so proud of her uh and we're you know so thankful for you guys to be watching we hope you enjoyed it Oh look, Fred Allen. He put he put the okay, he put the good? guns. Look at that. Hey, what's my up, Sergeant Allen? That's my supervisor. Hey, let's give a shout out to Sergeant Allen. <laughs> Sergeant Allen, shout out to Sergeant Allen, Sergeant Fred Allen. He downrange. He fighting enemies. He is, and Sergeant <laughs> Allen. He's also one of my favorite people here. Um, yeah, like when I think of like family in the military. Oh yeah, like you're talking about. I think about him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Have you like, met his family? You got to meet his, like his, his wife. I met his, his kids. All his kids. They're, they're so sweet. They and his are. wife is so sweet, too. I don't think I met his wife. I need to meet his wife, though. She's awesome. Seriously. But, let's see. Come on now. Let's go. Oh, he's live. <laughs> Come on now. He's Come live. on now. <laughs> Our boy is live. No, man, we miss you. We miss you so much, man. Um, again, like your, your family, man. Just like, just... That, that dude's family. Oh, I don't yeah. know. He just makes you feel like family. He does. Seriously. I don't know how he does that. <laughs> um, but Sergeant Allen, it's you're one aura. of the... Yeah, you're... you're We're family, a, too. Like, that's my, my cuz. I'm, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm jealous that I didn't get to know him longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was drawn to him, like, day one. I was like, this dude's awesome. Yeah. Like, he is awesome. And you are awesome, man. We're very proud of you for being out there, protecting us back here. Um, we wish you well, man. You're in our thoughts. If there's anything, literally anything that we can do for you, please let us know, my man. We got your back. And we hope to see you back soon and healthy, reunited with your family. Absolutely. But while you're there, kick ass. You keep kicking ass like I know you are. You got this. You got this. He's going to be in California with me, too. Is he? I don't know. I'm just speaking into existence. Do it. I mean, you, you spoke a lot of things. You, you apparently have that superpower. You know what I'm saying? Just keep throwing it. Just, just throw it out there. Okay. It's Yeah. That's a heart. That's a heart, yeah. That's the heart beating. All right, well, you ready to get out of here? I'm ready. Yeah, they were mopping and turning the lights off, and yeah, I think I think we have to get going yeah, now. So, so to everyone who watched, thank you so much. We love y'all. Thank you. And we're so thankful that you watched. We're thankful for you for spending time with us and the, the Team Hero Front. You're a shining example of just what success and happiness looks like. I could not say enough great things about you. Thank you. Keep kicking ass, and don't forget the people behind you pull them up, too. Absolutely. All right? Absolutely. Thank Hell you. Yeah. I like it. All right.